Hello and welcome to the White Star Temple podcast. I'm Soltek, speaking to you from Australia, and this is episode 39. for joining me. Well, I hope you enjoyed my Perpetual Creation episode as part of my ongoing Master Wisdom series. I feel like a lovely expansive resource is being created that will hopefully stand the test of time. So the news I want to share with you is that I realised that this month, being April, is exactly 10 years since I first began this White Star Temple podcast. So it is, in fact, the 10-year anniversary. And you know, it seems like such a long time ago. And it's been quite a journey for me since April 2008. And I suppose in that time, there's been many changes, both within myself, the temple, and the way I channel. You know, I began this temple podcast only a couple of years after the White Star Temple first began. In those early days, it was already clear that the channeled energies and wisdom coming through from the Ascended Masters and Angels was something already quite beautiful and profound, enough so that I wished to share it as widely as possible. Hence, this podcast, which came about before the full rise of social media. I've always loved working with audio, and I'm a bit of a gadget guy. So I love working with audio technology too, so that over the years, the equipment that I use has certainly changed, and the advancement in digital technology has made audio so much easier to produce. Some of the changes I've experienced within the temple over the last 10 years have been in how intimate, personal, and breathtakingly expansive the wisdom has become. And I guess, more than this, how my friendship with the masters and angels has deepened considerably. Feedback from those who share this journey with me suggests that it has been similar for them, and you know it can be for you. I'm blessed to have this as my spiritual vocation, at least for the last 10 years. And I suppose it has taken quite a commitment on my part as a channel to focus on this temple and bring it through for both myself and others, and then to make the wisdom and energies accessible to as many people as I can reach. It hasn't always been easy. And there's certainly been times when I've tired of the regular responsibility of the routine of weekly groups, plus the ongoing expenses involved in doing online outreach. However, I cannot (laughs) truly imagine doing anything else. And the blessings far outweigh the responsibilities. You know, some of you have been listening to my podcast from the very beginning And on this 10th year anniversary, I'd like to personally thank you for your interest in the work that I do 
and your own personal commitment to the temple experience. Without regular listeners, this podcast would hold no meaning. For me, as the presenter and as the channel, it would be helpful if any of you listeners felt inspired to network this podcast, to let other people know about it. Over the years, the number of listeners has been fairly steady, for which I'm grateful. But I'd always hope to reach more, and perhaps you can help me. And if you can, then I thank you in advance. Well, next, let's hear some of your feedback. Firstly, we're going to hear from Irfan, who has been a long-term supporter of the temple and who shares the following really generous feedback. And Irfan says, Dear Soltek, I honestly don't know what I'd do without the White Star Temple meditations. I listen to them when I'm stressed and they bring me peace. I listen to them when my mind is a buzz, and they bring me sleep. I listen when I'm in joy, and they bring me bliss. They've guided me to the most unbelievable places. I just don't have the words to express my gratitude to you for bringing these meditations to me and elevating my life so much, and for showing me that there is so much more to life than what I see. You are truly awesome, and I send you blessings always. Love, Irfan. Well, Irfan, thank you so much. That is just such generous feedback. And I'm grateful because it's very heartening. It means that I can get a sense that people are benefiting from the work that I do. All right, well, next is from a leader who says... Dear Soltek, I love your energies and your wonderful messages and channelings, and I look forward to sharing them. So thank you, Alida. I do appreciate those words of encouragement, and I'm pleased also that you continue to share the wisdom I bring through. So that's great networking. Well, next, given that this is the 10-year anniversary of my podcast, I'd like to share with you one of the early Temple feedback interviews that I published. It was, in fact, from the very first episode. And we're going to hear from Eva Bishop, who says in her own words, I'm here with Eva, and Eva's been working with the uh, White Star Temple teachings uh, and the energies for quite some time now. So Eva, can you tell me uh, what your experience has been with the White Star Temple? My experience with the White Star Temple have absolutely been amazing. And right from the start, I resonated with um, the Ascended Masters bringing forth the amazing teachings. And the way that it's done, it's just so delicately put in order to make 
Well, in my case, realize how truly magnificent that I am as a human spirit, that being of the spirit essence first and trying to remember that in this human form is the most challenging of all um, life experiences. And when I listen and hear the energies, um, it's just magnificent and it really has shifted my whole perception um, in many ways, um, how, I, how I relate, behave, am with myself primarily and that translates also into how I am with others as a result of um, the, I guess, that expansion of consciousness as a result of, of listening to these masters. Of course, I am a master myself. <laughs> they keep reminding me this. <laughs> okay, look, that's marvellous uh, feedback. And when you take your consciousness into the temple, um, what's your experience of the energies there? As soon as I begin to th- even have the thought that I'm, I'm going to, you know, go into the temple, the energies are already beginning to be felt by my whole self. It's almost as if, I mean, I don't want to put it this way, but I have to because this is what I always say to others around me. I say, I feel like I am stoned. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> um, it feels just like I am being bathed in a matrix of divine love. This uh, feeling of just utter protection, love, just beauty. There is probably so many other words, but, you know, I cannot think right now. So you've been working with the first five sets of the the teachings and the recordings. Do you feel as though from the beginning point to where you are now uh, with those teachings that there has been a, a definite a change or transformation for you? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, whatever path that you choose to take in life, whether it is using, you know, a guidance in the form of like, for myself, I've, I've been guided to do the work with the White Star Temple because it resonated right from the beginning. It has had a profound effect on my life. And I think it's a real personal journey and that's something that is really important to understand because what I might feel or am feeling as a result of the journey with the White Star Temple, it may not necessarily translate the same to somebody else. Everything is just so perfect, just as it is. Oh, Eva, look, thank you so much for sharing your, your feedback because um, uh, it, it's just great to to hear from other people and their experiences and to be able to share that. So thank you again, and it's been lovely speaking with you. So there you go. That was from episode one. And, uh, you know, I'm still in touch from time to time with Eva. 
and she does some really good spiritual work. Well, if you'd like to get in touch, you can contact me via my email, which is melchizedekuniversity at gmail.com. And Melchizedek is spelled M-E-L-C-H-I-Z-E-D-E-K. You can join me on Facebook. Just look for either Soltec Channel or my group White Star Temple. You can follow me on Instagram as Soltec Channel and Twitter as White Star Temple. And I'd love to hear from you. So lastly, we come to the Free Ascended Master Meditation. As channeled by me through the White Star Temple. In keeping with the 10-year theme of this episode, I'm going to share with you a few minutes of one of the very early meditations used in 2008. I think this is from episode 2, so the very early days. And then after this I'm going to present my usual full-length meditation that's from this year. Both meditations are from the Egyptian Ascended Master Akhenaten. And the reason I'm doing this is to simply show you how much my style of channeling and the words and energies of the masters have changed over this 10-year period within the temple. So it's quite a contrast. Either way, it's beautiful words and beautiful energies. So first up is a message from 2008, a few minutes of it, and then next, our usual meditation. And this time around, I've chosen from McNaughton, a meditation I recorded earlier in the year. In fact, it was around the time of the beautiful blue moon. And with one of my groups, we did a blue moon meditation. So I'll take the opportunity to share it now. It's very cosmic focused and very beautiful. So please enjoy. As always, I encourage you to listen to this recording while in a meditative state of mind, in order to receive the energies that come through more fully. And until next time, all the best and bye for now. Greetings. Dearest ones, it is I, that whom you would know as the oversoul of the Egyptian master Akhenaten. And so it is a great pleasure indeed to come forth amongst you. And we are within this white star temple and so it is that there is a unification of energies. And perhaps you are feeling my vibration about you, for it is truly vast. And I wish to speak but briefly, for 
the emphasis is upon the energies this this day. And I ask that you would perceive that the white star that sits above this temple casts down into this temple a beautiful column of God's light reflected from source. And it radiates outward throughout this whole structure however you wish to see it. And light, my friends, is an incredible manifestation, is it not? And often we speak of light and you speak of light. We all visualize light and so forth. But what is light? It has been said that it is the physical expression or manifestation of unconditional love and there is some truth to this. But it is so much more. It is almost beyond comprehension. And light is experienced at many levels of refinement. And light is experienced as rays and so on. But the light that I am speaking of is the light that permeates the whole of creation. The light that is the one and only living light. The light that has the supreme intelligence within. But what is light? Why is light? So the light that you picture before you, perhaps that you even indeed experience tangibly, is a reflection of divinity. And how is it that divinity manifests as light? Why do we associate light with divinity? And how is it that we speak of our own radiance? Light is curious. It is in its essence a divine mystery. Yet to those whom experience directly the one and only living light, it is phenomenal. Greetings. Dearest ones, it is I, Akhenaten, who journeys to you as you elevate your awareness once more arriving into the embrace of spirit where you are counted amongst the many and so then blessed. 
and I see you and I feel you. And this world of yours and also mine is powerful indeed. That is to say, the many expressions of consciousness that inhabit your world, its natural kingdom, its elements, and the greater context of your cosmos. The interplay of pure awareness and divine energetic structures are in truth astounding. And we have referenced this elsewhere when we speak of such things. But I wish to impress upon you that the energy systems, though that is not an accurate word, The embrace, that is a better word. The embrace of so many to actualize your physical dimension and in particular your world is both wondrous and loving beyond your imagining. And though we may say, and many upon our world, see and identify, that there is a whole science to the metaphysical structures in place to enable the illusion, that is in fact the least of the human dimension. And though it is ingenious and the metaphysics astounding, it is in fact this embrace of which I speak. An embrace of love from so many. And just as you and I in the human dimension are part of a collective awareness and by consensus we enable our joint physical reality to be. The illusion of the physical dimension and its attendant spirit realms and astral realms is a vision held by many in spirit. some of which come into pure awareness as elementals and the consciousness behind many aspects of divine physicality. Upon our world, examples of this are through sentience, 
had I not. But from the vantage of spirit, then you have an almost infinite host of guides for those who exist in incarnations. But more than this, there is a consensus in spirit also that your dimension be, and not simply be, but that it be for you, do you see? And that is why we name it an embrace. And that this is an act of love from many. And ultimately, of course, it is by divine will, which is the source of love on all planes of existence. So then, as this night is one that is astrologically significant, astrology being part of the metaphysical sciences, we then look towards the embrace instead. That which is the astounding, pure consciousness of your celestial moon. And above this, that which is the profound love of that consciousness to come into this form for you and your planetary system. That is what is occurring. And through these events that come with regularity, which humanity has mapped into astrological and astronomical terms, These opportunities enable the consciousness and the love of forms such as this, your moon, to show themselves. Do you see? And that is a very significant understanding. And your radiant sun shows itself always. And we may say likewise, every pinpoint within the heavens. But your cosmic family is here. In your planetary system. And it is a family. 
and some of the celestial bodies in proximity to you that enable your astrology to be are in fact group consciousness. So vast are the energy systems required and so vast the love required. Never forget this that everything emanates love, everything. For we cannot be absent from it. Consciousness cannot absent itself from love. It is not possible. And though human behaviors and instinctive creature behaviors can be significant contrast to love. It can never not be love. And the whole physicality of your dimension is held aloft through the love inherent within every form of sentience and pure awareness that it takes to manifest something so remarkable as this particular universe. And you have your place within it, for without your love and your point of awareness within love, just as with the rest of creation in the higher dimensions, your physical universe could not be in this particular timeline where you are expressed in form you enable the whole to occur and your influence is felt far beyond our beautiful planetary system as there is no true spatiality, only the illusion of it. And we have said elsewhere from time to time that you are felt throughout your cosmos and that your universe knows you. This is actual. And these opportunities, such as the moon this night, and an infinite number of nights throughout the length and breadth of time, is an expression of love. That is what I am saying. And more than this, it is an expression of love that is personal. As you are felt everywhere, 
then this love is personal to you. It emanates for you. Do you see? Just as your love emanates for your community of humanity, but you are not necessarily conscious of it. But the forms of consciousness that holds the sentience of celestial bodies is conscious of it. Make no mistake. And if you were to have eyes that see, that are not human in origin, or are uplifted within the humanness, you would perceive the astonishing, electrifying, radiant beyond human conception, energy behind every star, every sun, every planet, every speck of dust and the spaces in between. So then as you gaze upon the moon at any time, and the night sky that knows you, remember this, that there is an embrace that joins with you, that there is a love that motivates the consciousness or group consciousness to inhabit a celestial body, and that the configuration of your solar system that is mine also was set in motion with such precision. There are other entities in proximity to your solar system that are yet to be revealed. They are hidden and hidden with purpose, but they are there. The consciousness of them are there. Do you see? But that consciousness has not yet actualized your seeing of a physical presence. And then humanity discovers, do you see, and imagines that it was always so. Things appear when human awareness is ready. But the entities themselves are already in place. That is useful information. For it means there are those things that you cannot see in physicality yet, but which are open to you, for they are present. The imprint of their love is already upon this solar system. Take a moment 
come into our mutual breath. The one that is everlasting. And as you deepen into the breath, becoming conscious of the continuum of existence. The heart center of the human spirit widens its embrace. And as this aperture widens, and as you sense the universal field of consciousness that we name the many, it's as if you now sense what humans call the web of life. And from the vantage of spirit, where I am joined with you, we begin to feel the overall sentience of our physical universe, one amongst countless. There is a strength, such a strength, to the combined sentience of our physical universe. Do you sense this? It is not simply a literal strength in numbers. It is a strength of will. Expressed through love. And the will of our dimension is strong. Perhaps this surprises. So then, fall into your own dimension. For your will is amongst it. And your love also. And we choose to imagine that we fall into the inky velvet 
of deep, deep space. And as we come into this beautiful deep light of literal space, we allow for the radiance of the starlight To make itself apparent. Those scenes, those lights, that we perceive from the vantage of Earth. and the many, many galaxies that pull together. And from this vantage of spirit in our falling, the rivers of light and therefore love become apparent. Perhaps from our human point of view, when we gaze upon the night sky, it seems magical, yet remote, distant. But here within the sentience of it, It feels intimate, despite the overwhelming vastness of our universe. It is intimate because we understand that our place within it is essential. And we are loved for it, just as we love every speck of stardust. And that in our togetherness, we generate and create this cosmos, this universe, unique to our experience, in a manner that is breathtaking and not simply in its physical beauty that is a given but in our combined sentience and we form a singularity this universe this cosmos unique to us And your solar system like no other. And your planet, unique and rich 
that the universe has its literal influence upon you as a given. And far more than astrology or any other modality or science can depict. And I am Eknaton Adonai.